Business Hour with Oliver Fang on OFM. For months, governments across the world have been instituting TikTok bans. Why is this happening? How widespread are these bans? And should you be concerned if you are a TikTok user, particularly if you use the social media app to advance your career or for business reasons? I'm speaking to Sharon Knowles about this. She's the CEO of DaVinci Forensics and Cyber Security. Sharon, several countries are in the process of imposing TikTok bans. Before we get into how widespread the bans are, let's start with why are governments imposing such bans against the popular app? So ByteDance, the Chinese company behind TikTok, there were concerns that the information that was coming through on TikTok of you know people sharing locations, sharing information, and that was being fed back to this company, and they were misusing the information. You know, and the country started getting a little nervous because of national security and data privacy and that they were worried that this was the way that the app was collecting all this information and sort of feeding it back to this Chinese company. And they were just worried about the information that was being shared and whether in actual fact that that information could be used against countries. How widespread are these bans? I see some countries have banned the use of the app on federal government devices. Are there any signs of outright public bans? In South Africa, we've got no specific laws or regulations that govern social media platforms like TikTok. But social media platforms are subject to the same laws and rules that apply to all online service providers. So countries like Pakistan and Bangladesh and even Indonesia, they banned TikTok because of the content that was being shown, the immoral content in that. Australia banned TikTok on federal government devices because of the Chinese link. United States was also saying that there were security concerns. And also India. India banned TikTok. They were the first to ban TikTok, and I think it was around June, July 2020 also saying that there were national security concerns around it. But in terms of public or private use, I think if anything does come to point, it would be limiting certain use around the platform and that. But it would be very difficult because as long as the platform, especially in South Africa, follows certain rules around how they collect, use and protect personal information, they within the law, they within Poppy, the Poppy Act. With the U.S., there's still a little bit of tension around this, so they can't use it on the National Guard and the Army and government-issued devices. But whether they were going to be able to sort of ban apps from personal devices completely, that's still to be seen. This is the OFM Business Hour. I'm speaking to Sharon Knowles this evening. She is the CEO of DaVinci Forensics and Cybersecurity, and we're focusing on the TikTok bans that we're seeing across varied countries in the world. Sharon, what does this development and the theft of data allegations that faced Facebook a few years ago tell us about where social media is going? Are we going to start seeing greater legislative control over these apps in the aim of protecting users' data privacy? So in South Africa, and I'll start with South Africa, I think as long as social media platforms follow the rules of how they collect data, they will be okay. But in the US, their legislation... They've got the Social Media Privacy Protection and Consumer Rights Act where they seek to actually regulate social media platforms and protect 
they say uses data privacy. But if you look at it and the Cambridge Analytica scandal that affected Facebook in 2018, there was such uproar. And I mean, three, four years later, people work around it. And if you think you're protecting your data, you know, you just have to think you're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're on Pinterest, you're on TikTok, and you put in your data, you're giving it to them. I mean, it's not that you're not giving it to them. What you need to be careful is what sort of data you do give them. So you don't need to give them your physical address, for example. You just have to be careful with the data that you do give them and what you allow them to access on your device. I mean, do you feel that there's any validity to these allegations that are being leveled against TikTok? Are there any sort of tangible cybersecurity concerns that we as ordinary citizens need to kind of take note of here? Well, from TikTok's point of view, I mean, they denied the allegations and they've taken steps to address the concerns. They appointed a chief information security officer. They're busy with a transparency center where regulators and third-party experts can examine data privacy practices. But, you know, I think I think it's about each person, each individual to protect their own data because, you know, putting regulation in and saying you can't do this and you can't do that, it won't work. You know, everybody's got to be responsible for their own. And, and we don't know. We, we don't know the truth. It's perception. It's interpretation. There was so much hype around Facebook and the data collected. Where did it go? They were using it against us. And the same with TikTok. What country can you uh, trust with your data, if you think about it? The Business Hour with Oliver Feng on OFM.